You are not to discuss this matter amongst yourselves. We don't submit reports or ask approval for specific operations, if that's what you mean. We are an autonomous department. Any questions? Podcasting from an abandoned subspace relay orbiting Bryson. This is Section 31, gathering intelligence for you on Star Trek CCG. Now reporting in, operatives Dan and Rogue. All right, welcome to Section 31, episode number 358. I'm Dan Hammond. And I'm Rogue Schindler. This week, we actually have a 1E tournament report. Uh, Rogue went to a 1E event. I stopped by briefly. Uh, I think I stopped in at the end of the second round and the start of the third round. I dropped off some prizes. Uh, our, uh, our, our local game store, I was about to say friendly local game store. They were friendly to me. <laughs> no, uh, very friendly. Yeah. Uh, game Empire used to be... So we're, the the reason, the reason, uh, did, did I say I'm Dan Hammond? Did you say I, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. I just, I just launched off directly into Terrade. Didn't know where I was going. It's been it's been like it's been like two <laughs> weeks since we did the show. What do you, what do you want? It's been one of those uh, one of those weeks. Yeah, it's been a long day too. All right, I've been I've been talking all day. I've been teaching today. So uh, we play at this Arby's because a long time ago we played at Game Empire. Game Empire is at the intersection of uh, of, of two uh, of a major road in, in, in San Diego and a, in a smaller road, but it's right off the freeway. It was a, an interesting shopping center that was hard to park at, but Game Empire had a lot of table space. More importantly, they sold they sold Star Trek cards and, and, and Lord of the Rings cards at the time that we bought and played with. Uh, eventually, there was a disagreement about table space because they have a lot of uh, they have a lot of mini gamers, uh, you know, the minis, little uh, battles and, and armies and things like that. Lots take of Warhammer, lots of 40K. Warhammer. They take up a lot of space. So uh, we, as you know, Star Trek players, we had you know twenty people showing up at the time, sixteen people at the time, maybe 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 twelve. Uh, it was you know three or four tables we needed, which was tables that they couldn't use for many. Anyway, we had a disagreement. Uh, we elected to go elsewhere, and a- elsewhere after after the third tournament in a yeah. row where we had been promised space and shown up, and they gave our space away. And then they're like, oh, but next time it'll be fine. And shown up and they gave our space away. Oh, but next time it'll be fine. And then the, the third time we're like, all right, well, we're out of here. We're not doing anything else here. Yeah. Stop buying their products. Stop having tournaments there. And went to Arby's. Yeah. So directly across was- the intersection, <laughs> there was this Arby's. And it was like, well, you know, it's, it's no racks, but it's, it's, uh, there's, there's food there. And there's a fountain. <laughs> there's, there's like two people that's going to get that joke, and I think one of them's you and the other's me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the the best part about it is, as a restaurant, the way it's set up, right? Uh, instead of being this huge open space where everyone can see everyone, there's a big wall <laughs> right between uh, the serving area and the people area, so they're not staring at us the whole time, which I think would be awkward if it was open. Um, in fact, they don't ever see us at all unless they're wandering around. No, and they don't really seem to care. Yeah. I, uh, I, in fact, we we knew that that one manager for a long time, like ten years. That's right. That's right. He was great, and he loved us. In fact, he like defended us to the higher ups there, who once upon a time was like, "No, you can't do this. What are you doing?" That's right. It's like, no, no, no. They they're they're good customers. They come and they buy stuff, and they don't they they aren't you know <laughs> rude to the customers. And we're like, yeah, see, we're 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 cool. We don't take up a lot of space. I mean. Maybe we take up the table, you know, two people at a table, plus maybe one other table for, you know, a pile of stuff and prizes and things. But And, and then and and when it, it gets does crowded, get... we, we suck up and, you know, take up yeah. the space we need. which We happily consolidate. Yeah. It's, 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 
there are days when we used to have our Phoenix tournament, we get there when it opens and we'd leave when it closes, <laughs> that there would be times of day when we would, you know, consolidate a little bit, but for the most part, yeah. uh, when we're there, it looks like there's people eating in the restaurant, so they like us. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're, we're, we're like Oscar seat fillers. <laughs> exactly. Seat fillers. Uh, and the fountain drinks are, you know, flow all day. You buy a soda and you get to drink, you know, root beer all day. Uh, so and and you know as a customer for those Phoenix tournaments some of us were living the dream right living the dream that's right breakfast lunch and dinner which <laughs> can't be good for our overall health usually I'm down to just one dream and then it's only yeah. you know <laughs> then, then it's time to find a new dream it's time to find a new dream so uh, ten years ago roughly twelve years ago we moved across the street from Game Empire uh, last week we found out Game Empire followed us. <laughs> <laughs> they followed us across the street. That would be so weird. They moved from their location across directly across the intersection and right next to <laughs> right next to Arby's. They took over this warehouse area and actually it's a really nice space. It's huge. It's very spacious. They've got certainly much better games. for them. Yeah, they've got more parking. They've got plenty of parking. They've got a huge section in the back for all their tabletop games. They've got a little side section for, that was that was full of uh, Magic players on Saturday night. Um, they've got just tables and ta- or, you know, racks and racks of all their games out. What I didn't see was the big, you know, friendly local game store. Here's our big display case of all the Magic cards we have. That's what I was looking for. I wanted to, you know, buy uh, a few things. It, it was up against, it was at the end of the, the counter bar. So it was a lot uh, smaller than I was expecting. That was what yeah. I was getting at. But... What they do have is this online ordering thing. Uh, if you go to, I don't, really? know, I don't know what their website is. You can place an order, and then certain time of day, they've got someone that goes in the back when they know where all the binders and all the boxes are, and they'll just pull the cards, and then you can just pick them up for free. Well, not for free, but wow. you, you there's no shipping. So it's all electronic, and they it, they debited the two cards from their their inventory, and they don't they don't have them anymore. Um, I was looking for a bunch of cards for one of these commander decks that I've got. Uh, and they didn't have any of them, but they had one obscure card that came out. Not too obscure. It was actually, I think it's in standard is why they have it. It was a recent, uh, it was uncommon or something. But anyway, I, I picked them up. It was, you know, a couple of bucks, so uh, I supported my local game store. Uh, I don't think we are going to move because they ta- don't have soda <laughs> machines. I mean, number one. No, uh, no. Oh, my God, no. They, they don't have roast beef, number two. Um, and if and there's anything we want, like sleeves, we can just walk there because it's a, you know, yeah. what, 50 paces? <laughs> yeah, if that. If that. It's amazing. Uh, they Plus, if, I mean, unless it's changed ownerships, I, I don't want to give them any money. <laughs> uh, Ever. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, I did stop by, as you did, though, and found that they had no idea where anything was. <laughs> I asked for a copy of Odin's Ravens, and they had none in stock. Uh they did say that they might have more in the future, and they put it on there, hey, if we're reordering things, we'll reorder this kind of thing. Um, yeah. But they had, uh, actually, they had, uh, uh, hey, that's my fish. Is that the game I have over here with the, with the penguins running around? Except it, was oh, yeah, much, yeah. it had a much smaller footprint. It was like, you know, that big instead of a, a regular-sized box. So I thought, I'm going to get rid of my box because all I need is something that big. Yeah. That's uh, a good point. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I wandered over there during the rounds to pick up a couple cards uh, meanwhile, the actual tournament was going on. Uh, what were you playing? I, it was a weird day. Uh, uh, overall, I'm told, for uh, for stuff that was played. Uh, I thought I was going to be playing something really abstract, not abstract, obscure, and like out of nowhere. Uh, I, apparently, I was one of two non-aligned decks that was played that day. 
And uh, there were two people playing another weird, bizarre card. Uh, Charlie mentioned, oh, Inner Light. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I is think, new, yep. but still weird and obscure. Uh, so, yeah, you know, Johnny was playing a pretty stock deck, but, you know, good as always. And JD was, oh, man, JD was playing new con with the cold storage. Yeah. Uh, it was really pretty cool because he had uh, a cold storage, he seated con, so he'd have con right away and had um, uh, the treaty with um, uh, Kittimer. So uh, he, you know, got the Klingons and Romulans or Klingons and, and feds from the movies and they were all playing for free to Camp Kittimer and he had protect the timeline, which doesn't work unless all of your people are native to the timeline, which they were because they're all con, you know, movie era. Oh, okay. Right. Icon. So he's got con and all his augments and he's got the guy that he's playing a SETI alpha or eel every turn, SETI eel. And he's got the, a bunch of the universal dude that draws a card every time you play SETI eel. So he would, you know, anybody can mix at a time location. So he had his guy sitting at a time location. He would play an affiliated guy for free. He would play a SETI yield for free, and then he would move the SETI yield to the thing, draw a card. All right. <laughs> and all his right. guys still work together. Nice. Uh, uh, so that was, that was cool, and that was a neat addition. Um, and luckily, uh, his... Uh, Kinemer was at the very end of the space line, and my main mission was at the very end of the other, other end of the space line. So I never had to actually face the horror of him trying to take my people, um, which is good because that's, you know, that's Khan's what Khan not does. fun. Yeah. That is what Khan does. Uh, but it was cool that he was doing it in a non immediately negative play experience way. <laughs> Um, so I, I don't know how aggressive it was meant to get later. I do know he had several dilemmas um, that were fairly easy to get by, but they all delivered some of my people to other places, so, so he could then pick him. them up. Sure. Um, so that was cool. That was funny when I hit a love interest, and it went to the literal other end of the space line, which was his planet. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when he beamed down to try and get her. Um, he got caught by the Maraska effect, um, which had been sitting on the mission and forgotten since his last mission attempt. Uh, so the one person he beamed down died. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a weird deck. It was a weird game, and it was a good game for us to play first because he was playing that. And I will say, uh, he said it was. It took a lot of drawing to get those ratios right, and it looked like he had them right right away. He always had somebody to play for free and somebody to you know, you know, you uh, protect the timeline for free and revenge is cold for free uh, and a card play. And he always had his people with the eel ready to go and getting the card draw from the eel. And it's like, man, this it was really tight. Uh, and uh, and that must have taken a lot of work to get all of those ratios just right with the card drawing. So that was really impressive, which made me feel a little bad when I 
uh, deliberately hit my Nexus to send it to the other end of the space line and uh, blow up all his ships, including the Reliant, where you have to play your augments for free. Yeah. <laughs> but at least that meant he wasn't going to come get me. <laughs> yeah. Um, all those people probably just went to planets, right? Yeah. I mean, it was it was funny because my Yikes. you know his 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 fighting people who were going to come get me at uh, my one person down there died in the beaming attempt, and then his ships blew up, and I went to the Nexus, and I ran away to my <laughs> <laughs> back to my home. <laughs> so um, yeah, they and they can relocate to a time location. So he just jumped down to uh, uh, start over again. Kittimer, the Kittimer records, and he didn't have to worry about mixing. And so yeah, yeah. No, could have been worse. <laughs> oh my. Uh, that that aspect of it, um, the deck I borrowed, uh, thanks to uh, James uh, Heaney, mm-hmm. was uh, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It was um, I, I, I ne- two cards I never played that were super broken in their heyday, and have since been fixed, eroded, and, and re-released. You know, thrown back in the wild like fish. Um, War Council. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, mercenary raiders. Uh, so TNG, mercen- uh, you know, non-aligned, nothing else. You know, uh, that was that was aside from being Delta, which was you know everything was broken in the Delta quadrant. The other thing that was super rough about the War Council was you know you drop it in with anything else, and you've got two powerhouse uh, sources to go. But this was all non-aligned, so there was a lot of pack era cards that I had never touched probably and if i had net decked this uh i probably would have bet that had never been touched or i played in 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 otf yeah sure i'm i'm uh, guessing as because you limited to free reports for civilians and vips right is that how it goes yeah so you got uh civilian vip at the war council you got probably six or seven uh stone of gall people to your mercenary raiderships and then you got tng non-aligned universal people with attention all hands Okay. So a potential of three free reports and a card play. It sounds pretty, pretty tight. Good. Yeah. Uh, um, I had a really good, uh, you know, t- I, I had a nice conversation with James in advance, you know, asking him a few qu- clarification questions and some suggestions based on his tournament play um, with it and uh, made a few modifications. Uh, he's said he'd never had problems drawing cards. My test draws were like, would get three hands in and be you know have an empty hand so i was like give me more cards uh and i went back and forth he had played with let's see what's out there tng uh you know classic draw engine but um i guess two of his opponents had other quadrant right uh, decks which made those kind of dead yeah turned out that would not have been an issue for me but they did make me bulk so i kind of mixed it up i threw in like one of those and um i guess he said he had trouble getting enough treachery together which blew my mind because there's 10 in the deck and you have to have four to play for war War council Council as a draw engine yeah as a draw engine uh it's only three cards but at least you know you're like more likely to have it uh i I couldn't decide in the end so i mixed it up i threw in two war councils uh, a surprise party one let's see what's out there two handshakes and um you know it did the trick i I always you know I, i didn't get a single hand draw against charlie I had to go straight with with uh, um, uh, and duck blind. This is a lot harder than it sounds. Like it should be. there's a lot of anthro on the deck, but 
there's no way to get you, you can security download one anthro oh. there's no there's no mission specialists there's no support personnel it just, just one wow okay sure um so uh, you know uh, um like later i was like oh, maybe i could uh, you know quarks rod somebody or <laughs> like just trying to think of anything any way to get an anthro out um but yeah it was just you know dig 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 um but that was really good i i i, I sorted it out it was like 11 reports 11 reports 10 uh, uh seven reports and like that's a pretty good balance um you know being me i couldn't resist adding a few cards uh a couple of them were, were game breakers I, I was really happy i added them um including this new guy I'll give you five dollars yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which with uh, I've always been concerned about his text, but with the uh, War Council, he's a VIP non aligned, he's cunning ten instead of cunning eight, which always makes him the most cunning greed around, which was awesome to have the five points and made uh, a heartbreaking uh, card draw in my last turn of my last game of the tournament against Johnny when I was sitting at a true tie and trying to find some way of attempting another mission or scoring some more points. And I played my free, my card play to get the last skill I needed and drew a card with continuing mission. And there he was the guy I needed. And I, I could only play him with a, with that or the war council, which I already used. So uh, I could not break the true tie. Nonetheless, he was an AU guy, which was tough to come by uh, and, and important for uh, the doorway. Yeah. Quantum and, incursions, yeah. Uh, quantum incursions. And five points was nice to get right away. That helped me just squeak by dead end in my first game so I could complete a mission, uh, a second mission, before timing out against JD. So that was fun. Maruk, great to have a chancellor around. Uh, uh. And I... Used the mission. The mission? Perfect. Uh, never, yeah. Never needed her, but that was a bank mission, man. Leadership and security and treachery or her. Awesome. Uh, I The other thing I was hoping to do, aside from scoring points with Frederick Lurk, was nullify a male love interest uh, with Kareen. Uh, never got to do that, sadly, but her civilian youth got me past a dilemma. And her being with Ira Graves got me a bio because he gains bio and treachery if he's with her uh and so that got me a bio to get past medical crisis and it gave me a treachery in the first time i tried to play war council and only had three (laughs) uh calendra is a nurse also helped me with uh, medical crisis uh nick lacarno signed free civilian to navigation Help me get past uh, quantum incursions, uh, and uh, yeah, just like all these bizarre cards, Maquis never came up, but he was there. I had him. I never really got empathy. the empathy yep. uh, scan up, but but that was awesome too. Uh, and then the other guy uh, I have never played, but certainly some people have, was uh, Soren. Um, had the the mission in there with the observatory. Uh, I never got to do it, but James was telling me. At one point, he had the Nexus come down, and you know you want to get some points if you have them there. But if you're more inclined to just terrorize your opponent, you can fly him over to the observatory and 
before it gets quite to the end of the space line and goes away, you just have it turn right back around and, and right, run right back down the, your opponent's side of the, the space line again. That would certainly be unexpected. I think I remember when I, as I was leaving, you and Johnny were having, okay. Oh, no, actually, I think that was Borg ship, now that I think about it. Yes. Yeah, it was, okay, what's going to happen this turn? And then it's going to go over here, and then my turn, and then your turn, and then my turn, and your turn. <laughs> yeah. But I can imagine um, the same conversation with the Nexus. Okay, on the end of your turn, it's going to go here, and my turn's going to go here, and then if you pop them in the observatory, you just change directions and throw all that off. Yeah. Nice. And that was the bizarre end of the, the deck for me, because, you know, part of the reason I... One of the things I really like about 1E is setting up the mousetrap and standing back and letting it go. Like, and that's the, the, the dilemma side. I like to finally hone my combos and get them into, you know, little groups and, you know, throw them out there and like, okay, hands off. I don't have to worry about that for the rest of the game. I'm going to do my thing. And this was not a set of dilemmas for that. In fact, one of the rare decks I found online that actually spelled out the combos for their dilemmas because they were very specifically crafted for, uh, space line control and annoyance and, and getting things, you know, in the right places. Um, there was a whale probe and, uh, you know, Borg ship and two Scytherians, which were really well-placed, um, some subspace seaweed to make it really slow. So you could actually put those in the middle of the space line. I had them, uh, one slot off from the middle of the space line mm-hmm. going the direction, your direction, so the Borg ship would come this way, but only have to go half his way to get there to you and then hit the Scytherian. So you're going towards it. Uh, 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 the, the Nexus was the one and uh, oh man, I, I just can't think of all of them, but really interesting combinations of cards. It was a, a, a scow, you know, just to complicate things as well and so all of that meant to just make your opponent have to sit there and think and figure out what the heck was going on um there was a good space combo under a buried alive which in retrospect i i really wish i had gone ahead and seeded seed cards were really uh, tough to decide on for this but i really wish i had taken a mission debriefing because uh, every game that buried alive came up and people were like oh i'm stopped oh wait no i'm just my mission attempts ends I, I i'll get back on my ship and go again um Right. Because there was no mission debriefing, so I, I wish I had had that uh, for that and for other reasons. But uh, in general, it was an interesting experience uh, to be a little more hands-on because my deck really did kind of smoothly go itself. Um, you know, one, you're hoping for the two-mission win. Uh, that Maruk mission was awesome. Went for that every time. Uh, the I picked the planet mission that was closest to host Metaphatic Shield. That wasn't, or not host metaphysic shield, uh, raid burial site. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, hoping that, you know, the raid burial site always draws the dead end. So I didn't want to put the artifact there. And then, of course, Charlie put his dead end at the, uh, the, the nearby planet where I was planning to go. Um, but then he also completely left Quailor 2 rendezvous empty. Uh, because he apparently a... did not believe that I was going to go do it. Apparently, he was so haunted by a game he had against Matt uh, years ago. Where all his uh, people got sent there to be in stasis? Where all his people got sent OCD magic carpet rided yeah. over to Quailor 2 Rendezvous to be stuck in stasis and never again seen. 
that he was like, nope, I don't believe you're doing that. I'm going to focus all my dilemmas on other stuff. So I was like, all right. Uh, I hadn't even noticed. He had to tell me like five times. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Nothing there. Did anybody? Oh, there's nothing. Wait, there's nothing here. I didn't even. I would have put my stuff there. I told you there was nothing there. All right. All right. Your stuff is there now. <laughs> so so uh, JD and Matt were both playing non-aligned. Uh, did anybody, did you play, you played JD, and but he was too far away. Did you play against Matt? Yeah. Did he try to steal you? Uh, I did anybody did steal your mission? not play against Matt. Okay. No. Uh, although here he was, he, he was, he came by, he's like, man, it's a really good thing we didn't play each other. Because we had like three duplicated missions and we were trying to do all the same things. And I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> like, you can't glance at my deck and think we're doing the same thing. But he was doing other he, pack stuff. Yeah, pack Dividing TNG, door yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, random stuff. But, um, yeah. Charlie, I, uh, my bacon was just barely saved because he, um, he was very close to a two mission win. He was on his way to his other mission that was, I think he was mostly cleared out or he at least knew what was there and was bringing it. And, uh, I, I was able to, uh, the, the one thing that the non-aligned ships have trouble with is range, uh, and especially trying to mix up the space line for space line control, talking to James, he's like, yeah, I, I really had trouble uh, thinking about throwing in an interrupt or something. It's like, well, you're playing TNG. How about we squeeze in an equipment replicator and about five relays? Yeah. I saw uh, the three that you had in there. Yeah. And uh, I love, that was always my favorite thing to do when TNG first came out. It's like, Oh, give me the range yeah. and, you know, zip it back and forth. And it was great. And, uh, and that's what happened with, um, my game against Charlie he hit, I think the last dilemma was whale probe or something after whale probe that he knew he could get to. And I was going to do this mission like 13 span away. <laughs> uh, and I was like, all right, my turn. I'm going to do this mission and win. And then the whale probe moved to me. It's like, no. And he's like, wait. I was like, oh, oh, wait, I know what you're going to do. And I was like, I know what you do too. And I zoomed in Madam Guinan. <laughs> nice <laughs> to nullify an, an AU dilemma, uh, and, uh, awesome. and and for the for the win, which was, which was pretty entertaining. And then I had to. <laughs> so the thing that's kind of dumb about the relays, but also my favorite, is that you know you can use all your range, come here, beam them with you over to this other ship, and quickly install them. And uh, you know they are not used up. the sh The ship is used up, but you can you know, move them over and get a plus six range to this other ship and fly right into the Nexus for 20 points. That's awesome. So it was two missions and then uh, between, or, or did you do three? Sorry. The the goal was two missions, mm -hmm. uh, pitch the Stone of Gaul and Tolian Soren for 20 points. I really wish I'd listened to my instincts and put in a second Tolian Soren. Um, I, I dug, 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 dug to get him out um, against... Uh, GED just pulled him out in time to fly into the Nexus between him and Frederick LaRook and my paltry first mission points that got higher than fewer or something. I find, I just hit 50 so I could finally get past my other, my second mission. Um, but my, one of those missions was boned because um, I had been red shirting in space mm -hmm was pretty straightforward you know I, I had planet space planet so i had been flying over drop a guy off fly back attempt oh i'm damaged whatever fly over beam another guy off attempt blew up my house knock ship whatever 
garbage cow. All right, cool. Bring my other shit to engineer. Let's move it. And JD is kind of cringing, looking at me. I'm like, what? He's like, Zalconian vessels don't have tractor beams. And neither does the mercenary raiders. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that that was one error I did make uh, because I was, uh, James had another Husnock ship in the deck. I was like, Husnock ship kind of sucks. It's slow and. You know, can't go anywhere. I was like, oh, again, we give me another Zalconian vessel. That's that's speedy. No trash beam. No trash beam. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, like, just literally nothing I could do about that. And it was sitting right there, empty. Very sad. No artifacts sitting under there. But uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was a learning experience. Uh, each of those games, it was it was frustrating because that I I won that game by ninety to nothing or 90 to something, but I was 10 points off the full win. That would have got it for me. I got the tie, the, the true tie against Johnny with Frederick Rulok sitting there. And I was, I was like one span away from getting away from my whale probe again, which took out some guys to attempt again. I was one span away from getting to the end of the space line on my previous turn. So I could, you know, trigger the Nexus and fly Soren into there. Soren was on a ship that hit a Scytherian, so I was like, sure, go to the end of the space line. I know what I'm doing over here. Right. And what's going to be over there in a second, if I can get through it. And I got through it and hit a uh, friendly fire, and it was not going to go away before time expired, uh, which was rough. It was just like so close, a bunch of little spots. But uh, overall, great time, great close game against uh charlie great close game against johnny uh great fun game against jd um super fun deck like trying to find another way to play it without being like i'm just gonna bring the same deck again <laughs> play it again because uh-huh. uh, that was a lot of fun and uh and i want to want to play that war council yeah again. i'm i've i've been i've been thinking about war council a lot since uh since it came back what was your? Did you have a, a primary target for your? Uh, I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. Or was that just in there for the dilemma and maybe get a, a geo if you needed? Uh, it? Yes, it sat in my hand until I dropped it against Johnny with my one red shirt, uh, which turned out to be good because uh, that was the mission where I sat for five turns trying to get past quantum incursions. Oh man, uh, I, I got really. That was that was the other frustrating thing against Johnny. That game was felt pretty solidly in my favor. But I just kept hitting, like silly Roblox. I got the I got the easiest set of of uh, requirements the first time I hit it, and I was one security short, nabbing two security. And then the other times it's like, oh, two AU, nope. Oh, one AU, not yet. Uh, oh, two physics that I forgot to check for and could have played from my hand because oh. I was too busy counting other stuff and I thought yeah. I was done. Uh, you know, just stupid plays and bad luck so that was rough but would have been a lot rougher with a hoarder there killing somebody every turn um so you know come see come saw uh i, I was not really planning on downing living i did i did so, several times desperately look through my deck for a geo with anthro or a geo with exo yeah sure <laughs> um well you could uh you could swap out uh, mercenary raiders for followers of the one, and try it with a bunch of uh, non-aligned Borg. Yeah, just I, take out that package I, and slide in another one. I might do that. I, I looked. I, I 
skips right past that initially because uh, it was like most of the Borg were already in that deck, uh, playing for free universally. But, uh, the nice thing about the Mercenary Raiders was it was a good way to get other things, non-civilian VIP, non-universal. Like, those were all pretty good guys. And most of the guys I would be getting from... I mean, it would give me a different free report so I could play one more card per turn, just like this one. But there was a lot of the same guys. Uh, less variety. Um, it might still be fun. I might still check it out. It's a, it's definitely on the to-do list. I was very excited about trying to go the other way and do, like, uh, reshape the Quadrant yeah. World Council and get a bunch of... Because there were several, as I was flipping through my binder, looking for, you know, grabbing guys. I was like, ooh, this guy's good in civilian. This guy's good in VIP. That were all DS9. And so yeah. I could put in, like, you know, Zefno and, right. uh, you know, like, random guys like that. And... Uh, um, I was halfway through building a War Council DS9 Maquis deck. I was going to say, the Maquis have a couple of non-aligned folks as well that you could probably slide yeah. in there. But Can you give me some design insider uh, 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 insight into when we will ever get that non-aligned Maquis-only facility? Uh, Since apparently you can't play the Maquis DS9ers without... Uh, unless all of your facilities are Maki facilities, of which there are none. <laughs> there are, uh, I think there are two Maki facilities in the design file that got put aside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, which is like, all right, it's okay. They play for free, except I can't. You know, there's nowhere to put board council. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that has to play in a facility, and all your facilities have to be like. And then I was like. <laughs> in in the punch drunkiest moments of near sleep, thinking about it as I was drifting off, it's like, what if I take my Maquis and I take over Impact Nor? Is then it become Maquis? <laughs> it's like, no. Then it becomes non-aligned, and it's the Nor, so you can't play a VIP or you can't play Workins on it anyway because it's not Colony and not a Nor. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about you see the War Council? You play a few people for free. And then somehow you blow it up. <laughs> so you can play Maquis people for free now. <laughs> no? I almost, almost made that mistake in this tournament. I, I was like, all right, cool. I saw my mission. I got my Snonagall. I blow up my thing and score 50 points. <laughs> I was like, I'm like oh, yeah, this, but this is it's not blow up the Snonagall. It's blow up the... The free report engine. This is the engine, but then I can't report. Why would I do that? It's like, oh, yeah, you got to sit with it like, and hope hope you don't get... You don't you don't like sell the artifact sugar. until the end of the episode. <laughs> That's yes. the resolution. You get paid at the end. <laughs> if you sell it yeah. beforehand, there's going to be other dilemmas. <laughs> there's going to be other plot twists. You got to wait till the end. I was like nervous the whole time. Like somebody's going to do something that like discards stuff. You know, I was like, oh, it's uh, is it susceptible to disruptor overload or something? No, but you know, like it makes you discard a card from hand or yeah, okay. You know, I, I was very like aware of my hand size the whole time. It's like, I'm not going to get jugglered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like you had a great time. Uh, undefeated and still third place. I see that now because uh, Johnny TV and uh, all got nine victory points. Yeah. If I had gotten that full win or if I had gotten not a true tie against Johnny, I would have eked it out. But yeah, I had... Johnny had just a little more strength of schedule and TV even tied strength of schedule. And we had to go to 
differential. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> which is not helpful with the true tie. Right. It's a big fat zero. Uh, all right. Well, it sounded like a good day. Um, did you guys... Just, I, I, I had brought my triples deck, but it was I, I couldn't stay for the end. Did you play triples, or was it... I think there was a, there was a, there was a hard out for at least a few people. Yeah, I was one of them. Uh, I wasn't sure about how long it was going to take or if we were going to... Uh, if we had plans uh, after the tournament, so I wanted to book out. And it was kind of uh, a long day anyway, so um, I think several people were booking out and uh, I think JD even forgot to bring triples. Not that that's usually an issue, but we were all pretty much, you know, it's nice to have six people play three full rounds of one e, but it's also nice to to go home. And it was it was like driving rain. It was, uh, it so was I think down, good yeah. we we left when we did, so we could get home because it was it was pouring by the time I got home. But uh, good good day nonetheless, and uh, appreciated the the prize drive. Yeah, uh, right have you come hang out and. Uh, give peanut peanut gallery comments. And for those of you who have been waiting, I spent my time there making uh, eight, twelve, twelve more uh, sets of tournament promos. So they went up on uh, up on the promenade. I sent out another forty-one orders today. Nice. Uh, yeah. So my the boxes are gone. I have a few left. And uh, hey, John Andrews, if you're listening, you don't live here anymore. So. Uh, I need uh, I need a real address, so send me a PM. I got a return to sender for your uh, for your thank you cards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that's not the first. Also, I sent out uh, PMs to a lot of folks who didn't have uh, addresses in the system. This happens pretty much every year. The uh, the the thank you cards, the volunteer thank you cards, go out to everyone who has volunteered, and not everyone who everyone who has volunteered is not necessarily an active member of the community, so uh, they don't always put their address in. So I got a, I've got a bunch of blanks. So uh, I will wait another month and put them in April's raffle or the next raffle that should be coming up soon. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. I got to crack open a new box of cards, which when's the last time you opened a box of cards? Uh, it was yeah. a box of, it was a box of trouble with triple starters, but still I got to break the seal, <laughs> you know, that decipher uh, wrap on the outside and open up a pack and crack it open and realize that the yeah. cards are the same and just start pasting things on top of them. <laughs> You know, every time I'm at a con, like, and I get that annual box of boosters, you know, for backs, and I'm like, I don't, I don't miss the drastic financial drain of CCGs, uh, and I don't miss the sorting and the collecting. I'm all the collecting a little bit, but the sorting and the filing and everything. But man, I really miss opening the fresh packs, and uh, you know, it's nothing I need. Uh, you know, I know I'm going to get a bunch of duplicate cards, but it's still really fun to break open a, a, a new box, or even a, a stack of packs. I know uh, you're not terribly excited, but Charlie's excited, Matt's excited. There's a new <coughs> Magic set coming out. Uh, there's a, a big reprint set. I actually ordered a box so we can add it to our, our Pack Wars games. Uh, so it should be here in another couple of days. I'm excited for that one card. That one card is a spoiled card from the set after this one. Ah, oh, garbage. <laughs> garbage. Give you the next two. Uh, yeah. All right. Then let's... Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, before we go on, uh, I don't know if there's anything else to talk about. There, there's a... We don't have any spoilers, but the next two-E set has begun being spoiled. So there's a, there was a yes. card that went up at 9 o'clock that was kind of interesting. Uh, but I've also continued to be playing. Uh, as you were playing your Star Trek timelines, I've been playing uh, Adversaries. 
Yes, I did finally, actually, last week when we did not record, install that and play a couple of hands. Uh, it, mean, was, uh, it was it was pretty cool. It was very pretty. It's uh, it's very pretty. It somehow is not as pretty as Hearthstone for some reason, because Hearthstone has been just so polished, and this is still you know yeah. preview. But this has that Star Trek feel. Uh, you know, you've got panels everywhere. You got floating icons and things. Uh, the ships are all beautiful 3D models. Uh, so uh, it it and the sound in the background, you get that little ping from on the bridge. Yeah. Uh, the the ambient noise. Uh, the continuing committee has a fleet now. If you want to join, send a note to uh, to OKKOTE on the boards, and uh, he'll send you an invite. Um, I am now one of two people in the continuing committee fleet, so I will be dragging down the average. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no, there's nothing to do yet. There's, there's apparently there's, a, there's a button for for missions. Uh, I, I really should, you know, pay attention to what I'm doing here, and I don't know, maybe share my screen or something because I've got it open. Uh, can I do that? No. Can, can I ask you a question about it? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, uh, I was very disappointed in in one aspect uh, because. You know, it's very pretty. You get to sit there and, you know, you stare at this really cool ship that's, you know, threatening uh, to, to blow you away the whole time. And you're trying to play little bitty ships to try to beat it up. But there's a great deal of a particular resource that costs you to pick a new flagship. Yes. That's what you're stuff on the left. And I finally, you know, I started, you start with enough to get basically one cool one if you want. And I finally made my decision to pick Discovery over the Defiant just to go with something new. And uh, and then you know it, it affects the base cards that you get to play with because mm-hmm. they each the, comes with a their, their flavor card, yeah. Yep. But I don't get to see my ship the whole damn time. That's right. When you play it's your perspective, so you don't get to actually see it. That's uh so, like, what That's the hell? Hilarious. Why? What is the point in getting the, my coolest looking ship? I uh, never get to see it. That that's my, that was my biggest gripe about playing it. I, I liked the mechanics. I liked the the graphics that went along with the mechanics. But I was like, I, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to build a new deck and I'm going to get this cool ship that I like and put stuff together. And then I, I never got to, you know, <laughs> to to paraphrase. Uh, a friend of mine playing World of Warcraft. Uh, if I'm going to have to watch an avatar run around and stare at its ass all day and all night while I'm playing it, I'm going to make it look as cool as possible. And uh, I never got to get a ship to stare at the whole time. Yeah, that's an excellent point. You get to look at it when it, you're making your deck. There's your icon of the ship right there. Uh, you get to yeah. look at it when you choose your deck. But as soon as you say ready and you're going to play, that's the last time you your deck. <laughs> Uh, so you know, probably a minor gripe, but I can't imagine in a in a ship based game of Star Trek fans that that that's not going to come up. Yeah, you sh- you're right. You should be able to see your ship. So at some point, this they used to there was another resource, a, a third resource beyond command points and latinum. I guess there's already another resource. There's quarks points, uh, but there was another one that let you buy things, and so I bought a bunch when we had that. So I've got the Nebula and the Galaxy and the Miranda like and the Constellation. Credits. Yeah, and the Crossfield class was a big purchase. Uh, and, but I saved up Latinum to buy the Nekvar Battlecruiser. Because, nice. Yeah, because I really, 
love the disloyal cruiser that it summons. <laughs> you, 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 you summon this thing, and it shoots you. Basically, every turn, it's a 4-2, but it shoots you one damage every turn. But when you, <laughs> when you play it, one of their core cards is this awesome... Uh, I clicked on it. This ship that says, when your sh- flagship takes damage, you get plus one attack. And so, wow. And around the fourth turn is when you can when you can summon the the disloyal guy. So this one comes in right afterwards. So it shoots you at the end of your turn, and this guy gets bigger when he's cloaked. <laughs> well, no, the, the the other ship's cloaked. So it's just kind of it's a nice combo. I like it. Uh, and there's this restore five points to your flagship. So that's funny. I I've been enjoying it. Oh boy, I should I should go back to this again because then you can see just how terrible I am. Uh, yeah, two and. Two and eighteen. That's, oh, that's rough. Oh, that's I rough. Am, I mean, I, 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 this, this list, this list is cake. <laughs> I've beaten all these people, <laughs> no problem. In Quarks, I've gotten ten wins before I got my third loss. Easy. I, I bought all three of these uh, by smacking down wow. the Judas and the Queen. But man, I can't beat people. People are better than stupid <laughs> AIs. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that was uh, that was my gripe about Hearthstone for a long time. Like, I could beat the AI to crap, and then I'd go out in a regular play and <laughs> just get, I'd be like, you know, maybe one out of 10 or 12 games. Yeah. Um, and, and it really just came down to, like, doing it more often. Or, or maybe it was just yeah. going doing, doing it so often that my rating dropped so low. That you play. <laughs> and I finally got to play people who were as crappy as I was. <laughs> Let's see. Find me. Do I? Does it even go that low? Uh, yeah. I don't think it does. I can't click on find me because I'm so low. Because <laughs> uh, you're not in the top hundred. I. You know. I. I thought that used to work. Maybe because. But I, I remember. Oh wait. Find me. It did it. Where'd it go? Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm hoarding 440 out of. I'm I'm sure it doesn't go any lower than that. <laughs> but hey, two out of eighteen means hey, I'm I'm better than one out of every ten games that I win. Yikes, that's that's terrible. true. All right, yeah, join join our fleet because we need people to buoy this up. I've got uh, I've got Daniel and myself, and I, there's a mission button here, so I'm guessing you you will be able to do mission cool mission things eventually. All right. Uh, how, how do I do that? Uh, so I can't invite you, but Daniel can. Okay. If if you go, hey to, Daniel. Yeah, hook it up. If you go to fleets, uh, you and you're not in one, you'll see all the available fleets. Some of them you can just join straight up. Some of them you can apply for. And for some reason, uh, this was set to be uh, invite only. So we had to wait till Daniel got in, and then he could start inviting people. And since I play regularly, I you know, PM'd him every day for a week, uh, for a couple <laughs> of days over the weekend, and then eventually he got tired of uh, saying oh, just a minute and. <laughs> And so you see my name here, Sir Dan? Yeah. Well, apparently, they changed the rules on names, and you can't do capital letters except the first anymore. Yeah, that's I noticed that. Yeah. I was wondering how you uh, did that. So uh, they fixed it, so you can't break it anymore. <laughs> but this breaks invites and messages because you can't cap, you can't cap, cap the capital D. Uh, so, and it's case-sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> I should put you on here, enter username. That's why he's O little K coyote. Well, let's see if I can add you. Oh, transmission failed. Are you Sir Rogue? I am. Two words? No, it's... No, just one word. With the sad lowercase r. Huh. All right, well... All right, well... Apparently, I, I won't be able to friend you because of the capital D. So that's what I did. I just... Subtr- I, I made a space and oh. I deleted it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, no wonder you broke it. Yeah, I, I, that's probably why I can't send anything because every time it sends it out, it. Yeah, they asked if I wanted to fix it, and I oh. said no. But there's missions every day, <laughs> so you, you, you I, I've never ever ever gotten this one. But this is win two battles in quarks. This is just win any two games. You get a pack, you get some latinum. Uh, so oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I've got, I, I am a fan of of like events like that. Yeah, play for free, and uh, and. So uh, daily daily rewards exactly. And there, so I, and nothing else. I come in every day. I play a couple of rounds of Quarks. Uh, I get my free pack, and then I go. And I'll, if you play Quarks, nice. you do have to get to six points, which is usually five, four or five, five or six uh, wins, and then you get a ticket. So you get your ticket back. Oh, cool! So it, eventually, you know, if you get get good enough at, at you know doing that little three card draft, you you, you get a ticket. You play twice. You play twice the next day. And, you know, maybe you buy an arena ticket, and then when you retire, you get a pack as well. So okay, I've been buying packs because I you know want all the things. Uh, right. There, there are things that I don't have, and I want all the things. But uh, if you just once once this uh, turns normal and Quark's tickets aren't free anymore, uh, you can just yeah as long as you win four. Four games, you're, you're you're or four six games, you're good to go. So anyway, but having nice. a good time. Send a note to OK Coyote. He'll uh, he'll add you to the cool. Add you to the list. Uh, I have a random question while you're on that. Yeah. Oh oh well, that's fine. I I was entertained at the scrub array of uh, user profile images available. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and oh, okay, it does. I was going to say, do, does it unlock others? You have to get those car, or cards or those ships to, to maybe, get others. But maybe, maybe that's that why look, I have all that. That looks to be the case because this is yeah, these are all this is way more interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I must have randomly opened up a, gotten a, admiral a Romulan. There aren't, there aren't too many Romulans. Tell you that. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it looks like it's just those two factions right now. Yeah, but yeah, you can be sure most of my decks have uh, at least one Dirtex in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the yours. I even got that's your. Yeah, got yeah. <laughs> that was like the first thing I put in. Yeah, dude, so good. Oh, <laughs> this, this some oh, of these ships my. are just ridiculous. I mean, oh, that's changed. I think that used to be too damaged to all ships. But then it turned just you know pew 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 pew. And all right, Chronos one. Cool. Well, I'll have to uh, check that out a little bit more. Uh, maybe. This week, yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah I so what I my my usual procedure is if I've got some time I'll jump in I'll uh, I'll play around the quarks maybe I'll hit ready and and hit multiplayer and if I don't get one in a couple of seconds I'll go back to quarks and play again. Unfortunately, there's you know there's I guess 400 people who have signed up, but it's not quite at the level of there's always someone who wants to play. Um, yeah, there I am. Four. It, it turns over at 445. Wow, I'm fifth from the bottom. How is that even? Wow. Okay. Uh, back. Yeah. Let's 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 not. That's that's fantastic. We'll close it up. Oh, one last thing. I got I got to open up one more time because uh, it's funny. Eventually, you can. Nice. They they uh, they, they started up skins for the uh, the ships too. Uh, and I I haven't found the Romulan one yet. I'm sure it's there somewhere, but uh. You can, by if you, unfortunately, you have to win a few times to get those command points, and you can use the command points to, uh, to change this, 
So you can change your ship to look like something else. Ooh. So I got a Ferengi. Uh, how much do I need for this? 65. I'm at 2. That means I got to win like <laughs> 30 games or something. But I'm guessing that eventually all the different skins will be available. All the ships. So your, your command ship is not. They look across the field and they see this. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I'm guessing one of these has got to be the Romulan ship eventually. See, again, that's like super cool. But you never see it. And I never get to see it. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I like the cannons on the back of the Nausicaan Raider. That's just weird. Yeah. These are super detailed. I wonder, I mean, man, they, they clearly they clearly did their homework and found that's a cool array of cannons. I mean, were the, were the models in the show this detailed? I mean, I'm sure that, that there's enough pictures of the Reliant to, you know, to make sure, to, so everyone knows this is exactly what it looks like. But, you know, what what else is there? <laughs> really? <An> Oberth! <laughs> yeah, an Oberth class. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's a lot of detail. Maybe they can, maybe yeah. these have been picked over and there's been enough. But, I mean, the Klingon ships, God, there's so much detail on these. I'm, I, yeah. I'm surprised that there are this many different Klingon ships, but they did pull a lot from Discovery. Which is nice. Nice to have the current. Yeah. Yeah, it's available. like, uh, you know, I saw Sarek show up, and it wasn't old-school Sarek, it was new-school Sarek. One of these is Romulan, I know it, I can feel it. I'm going to find <laughs> it, and then I'm going to have to earn enough to be that one. <sighs> Maybe it'll be this one, this missing one I need here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll close this up one final time. All right, uh, very good. So, yeah, have a game mm. of that. Join the fleet. Um, I'm sure fleets are going to be cool eventually. Uh, and it'll be important that we have a big fleet. And there's a lot of CC players, I'm sure, that are going to be playing. So, Yeah, get some fleet-only rewards. Yeah. Cool, that sounds good. I'll have to, once again, contact Daniel, who is apparently the spearhead of the other Star War- Star Trek uh, gaming things. He's the he's the admiral for Timelines, too. Like, he put nice. together our fleet for that, so that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, but I'll have to check that out. Cool. Right on. Uh, we have a TUI event coming up uh, a week from Sunday. No, this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday. So it's a uh, it's an Excelsior event. So uh, show up for that and play some uh, limited uh, format for that. And uh, I think that's it. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Uh, that sounds it for me. I'm going to go see if I can figure out how to play a new War Council DS9 deck. Or maybe just... We just no uh, no logo. Just go hand weapons free. All sure online. Just go across the board. All maquis. It's, it's only two reports, but still, it's a lot of options. There's got to be some other random reporting engine you could play. Something else yeah, out there the ba- where you can just drop the Baku. <laughs> That's a lot of non-aligned. Although yeah, most yeah. of the civilians, anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if I'm not, if I'm not playing continuing mission, I can open up those. Yeah, I was like play Sona. Yeah, Anish and Sona, and mm, be pretty cool. If nothing else, that would be another mission to uh, for the opponent to put their dead end. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like just lure all the. It's like, look at all these crappy missions that you want to put your dead in in front of. 
right? All right, brilliant. Uh, then we will uh, chat again next week, right? Sounds good. Perfect. All right. Uh, that's all the intelligence we have for this week. Uh, hopefully you can come out to a two event if you are in town. Otherwise, I am Sir Rogue. And I am Sir Dan. And I will remind you all to expand your uh, fleet activity in the universe. And I will... Uh, you cannot run, you cannot hide, and you cannot defect. But they are always watching you, but you cannot detect. Section 31. Section 31.